Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff from the Cyber Pro Podcast. It is Wacky Wednesday, and my guest today is Skylar Curtis. He'll be talking a little bit about uh, cybersecurity from the perspective of someone who's got both military as well as three-letter agency experience. So super excited to get dark. Let's roll. Skylar, in a few words, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do? Uh, yeah, currently I'm a security researcher and threat hunter at a small startup called Cyborg Security, uh, but I also have experience with the NSA and uh, DISA. Fantastic. <clears throat> so let's talk about that for a little, a little bit. When you think about your path as to where you started, how you arrived at today, and kind of the journey in between, um, specifically both having a military and an agency background, what do you find to be the most fascinating or interesting aspect about being a cyber professional? I guess I would say from a military and, and government aspect, um, there's just certain things that you get to play with. There's certain technologies or protocols or exploits that aren't available to the public. And those are always kind of cool to, to just see how they work and poke around. Did you mean not available to the public? Uh, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the public ones are always fun too, but the government uh, clearly has some cool stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there, therein lies the, the bigger question, right? So let's go down one more level. You know, we, uh, a main focus of our podcast is, is talking about where cybersecurity is today, how it has evolved as quickly as, as it has and where people see things going in the future. Uh, so everybody believes that cybersecurity is, is a top concern. Um, and when you hear that question, what does that mean to you? When I hear cybersecurity is a top concern, it's, it shows me that companies care, that people care about security, and I, I think that's a good thing. Um, but honestly, when I hear it, I, I get skeptical. Um, you see some of the leaks, some of the exploits, some of the vulnerabilities coming out lately. And it's kind of clear that there are companies that genuinely care about security. And then there are just a lot more that, that do the bare minimum to say that they care, to, to try to project that they're doing all they can. But as soon as security gets in the way of profits or user experience or just convenience, uh, it goes right out the window. That's a very compelling statement. I think because most of our viewers would agree that to some degree or to a lot of degree, there's, a, there's just a lot of truth to that. We, we see it not only in cybersecurity, but we see it in the behavior of how companies act when it comes to the bottom line in many respects. So when I hear a comment like that, it makes me want to say, what do we do? We're the good guys, right? Like we care about this stuff. We honestly and genuinely want to protect those that we can and are able to protect. What can we do as individuals to make a difference? I would say just whenever you have the opportunity to to implement something or to be hands-on or to be a decision maker in a process, 
uh, or even just to provide feedback or input into how something is going to work, into how the product will be designed, into how the company runs. I'd say just take every opportunity to make sure that what you're doing is best practices. Maybe even go above and beyond. Like you don't, you don't need AES two fifty six to secure your Neopets, but who, who does it hurt? Just do it. Uh, just every chance that you have to provide any additional security, take it because it's what can go wrong by being a little more secure. So when we talk about being extra careful about being going that extra step, uh, we're now at the point of our podcast, which is question number four. And your comment was cybersecurity is built on the shoulders of people just screwing around and how that translates into having a cyber mindset. And so when I add that previous comment you had of going above and beyond, doing a little bit more, and talking about a group of dudes, girls, uh, who you know, have arrived at today at their career, screwing around, doing things that are off the reservation, you know, finding solutions that don't really have an obvious solution. So what insights or advice would you like to share about screwing around and having a cyber mindset? Um, I guess I would just say, never stop screwing around. Um, you know, it's easy to get imposter syndrome and say, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how this works. I don't belong here. Um, but you just think back like the security world and even just the the IT tech world in general. Uh, Bill Gates, you know, didn't start in a garage with a plan and a business proposal and a five-year step. It, it was a guy in a garage screwing around and something came of it. And probably nothing will come of it. You know, 90% of the time you'll fail and that's okay. You'll learn something. It's okay to, to fail and to, to break things. And that's really the only time you ever do learn, you know, you get something right. Six months later, you don't remember doing that. You don't remember what the command you typed, but you get something wrong and you spend seven hours fixing the server. You remember what you did. You remember how you fixed it. Uh, that that's really the only place that you do learn. And all these, all these new exploits, these vulnerabilities, these new technologies, um, you know, even blockchain started with one guy, we don't even know his name, probably sitting in his garage or his basement. It's some of the greatest things in the world came from some guy who just said, well, what if I tried this? And, you know, a thousand of them didn't work and some of them gave up and, and some of them got back to it and said, well, maybe if I change it this way or what if I try this instead? And eventually it becomes something. So I'd, I'd say just never stop, never stop screwing around. It's, it's that playful mindset that I think security really needs. And as far as that goes to like a cyber mindset, we don't really, you don't need to know everything. There's the entirety of human knowledge is three clicks away. As long as you know how to find it when you need it, you don't need to know it right now. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I think you hit a really good nail when you said don't stop screwing around because it's when you're screwing around and you're 
going in a place that no one else has thought of before, that's when you make those, that's when you make those discoveries, uncover the, the, the things that really are applicable, even though it may not be directly to what you're working on at that particular moment. But at some point you can port it to something that does. And, and I, um, I actually love the word you use there, discoveries. It's, and that, that kind of just hit a note with me is you don't, you don't discover things by doing what everyone does, by reading what everyone's written. That the entire word discovery means that it hasn't been done before. And so you have to, if you're going to discover that, you have to do random things that people haven't done before. And you probably, you know, you won't succeed. Like, but that's not to be discouraging. You just keep trying. You know, it's if you try a hundred things and one of them works, that's a 99% fail rate, but one of them worked and that's amazing. Right. That's the one that matters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Hey, Skylar, for those of our viewers who might want to learn a little bit of more, uh, more about you, what you do, cyborg security, or, or just screwing around, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, you can email me on my, my corporate email or on LinkedIn. I think those links should be down in the description. Um, but you can also hit me up on GitHub and, and see what I've been screwing around with. <laughs> well, fantastic. Last question, man. Let's lighten this up a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your favorite piece of retro technology and why it makes you smile. So I actually had to think about this one. Um, the other day I was digging around in my closet and I found an old box I haven't touched in a few years. Um, and I pulled out my old Commodore 64. Uh, there's, there's just something about, you know, that blue screen on the, on the CRT monitor, writing in basic and then saving it to a five and a quarter floppy. Uh, I don't know why it's, it's completely inefficient, but it's so much fun. Because I think for a lot of us, that's the baseline of how we got started, right? Something stupid that we, uh, we associate with our past, which has led us to today. So thank you for that insight. We always appreciate um, folks like yourself taking the time and, and sharing your perspective with us. And uh, so thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Glad to be here. You did it. You made it to the end. Check us out for future podcasts and more content.